You are listening to the Fringe Radio Network. FringeRadioNetwork.com Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Earth Oddity. We thank you so much for joining us. Whether you are a doctor contacting your patients through robot, yeah, or if you are trying to burn down your neighbor's house because it has ghosts in it, we thank you so much for joining us. That's right. Thanks for being here again <laughs> for your favorite podcast, brought to you by Cajun Curl. You know, <laughs> I don't know if we shout them out at the beginning enough. Uh, and, that uh, voice you're hearing is John, the Iron Long. That's right. My longtime co-host. Thank you for joining I, us. I'm, I'm officially taking my name out of world's biggest <laughs> Birmingham Iron fan. They've lost two games in a row, um, and I'm jumping off the bandwagon. Oh, so, man. Yeah, I'm throwing my support uh, behind the Orlando Apollos. So okay. That's Steve Spurrier's team, uh, since Birmingham didn't give me any love at all. so <laughs> I made a guy mad on the Birmingham Iron page last night on facebook uh-huh. i just made what i thought was a pretty funny comment i was like first back-to-back losses in uh franchise history that's not too shabby if you ask me which i thought was a little light-hearted joke yeah he got mad and he was like there's always one in every crowd you know and uh how many games have you been to and i was like i've yet to miss a home game which was an outright lie <laughs> <laughs> this is why you can't win an argument online, people. That's right. Exactly. There's an outright live yet to go to a home game. It never will go to a home game. <laughs> because and, they let uh, you down. Yeah, right. Yeah, they let me down. Well, first of all, they didn't jump on board with me being the world's biggest fan first. Right. So, yeah, so I'm done with them. I'm done. Done. Doggone it. Done. Well. Although they made a quarterback change yesterday, and they played, the offense looked a lot better. But you're going up against like Steve Spurrier, who's one of the top coaches in the history, uh, definitely of college football. Right. Not so much in the NFL, but, I mean, he's coaching circles around these guys because he knows what he's doing. So, anyways, <laughs> this is not an AAF podcast. No. And I'm sure people are tired of hearing me talk about it. So John, you burned done. bright. Yeah, you burned hot. Yeah, but all good things must come to an end. Well, you know, I latch onto something and I will get really fired up for it, and then I drop it with the same passion that I, I you know, was like on fire for it with. Yeah. So that's why I don't get tattoos because I would have gotten a Birmingham iron tattoo, <laughs> but I know that sooner or later I won't be into it anymore. There's really only been like two or three things that I've ever kept up with my whole life, so uh, everything else just comes and goes. Well, I'm glad to see that the podcast still interests you. Yeah, it's still here. It's still here. Still doing it. Still doing it. You know, and that's because I enjoy it. And I enjoy the people that we interact with. And I enjoy you. Yeah. And uh, I got to have somewhere for all these crazy thoughts in my head to go. <laughs> so why not out to millions of people that will judge me based solely off of stories? I well, tell there's a demand. Myself. There's a demand for yeah. John Long's random deep thoughts. Yeah, right. True. I guess. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, maybe I should make just a separate deep thought podcast. I should do that like on Anchor or something while I'm driving around. Yeah, I have some pretty weird ones that come into my head. So, well, speaking of burning hot and bright, mm-hmm. <laughs> fornication is now legal in the state of Utah. All right. Did you know that? I did not know that, but I'll be making a vacation plans to get out there soon. <laughs> Headline here. This comes from Fox 13, Salt Lake City. Fornication will no longer be illegal in Utah. Dream of okay. In a bill cleaning up Utah's criminal code, lawmakers repealed the misdemeanor crime of fornication. Hmm. The House passed Senate Bill 43 on a 41 to 32 vote. Oh. It previously passed the Utah State Senate and it now goes to Governor Gary Herbert for his signature or veto. The legislature previously passed a bill removing adultery and sodomy among consenting adults as crimes in Utah. 
Representative Paul Ray of Clearfield said that court rulings have found the laws are unenforceable and it was time to remove them from the books. Well, I like that move, taking them off of the books. (laughs) Yeah. Because Alabama has the largest, longest state constitution because we just keep adding on to it. Yeah. The process to remove a law is so complex, they don't even do it anymore. says here that the bill wasn't popular with some of the more conservative members of the Utah House of Representatives. Uh, Representative Merrill Nielsen of Grantville said that he objected, and so did Representative Kevin Stratton. Uh, What is legal? This is a quote here. What is legal is often far below what is morally right, Representative Stratton said. And I recognize our laws are not strong enough to rule an immoral people. Okay. Boom. Kind of threw down the gauntlet. He did. The people he did. of Utah. But I would we say. We can't rule over you immoral heathens. It's kind of I would say I kind of agree with him there. You know, like uh, you're not, we're ruling an entire society, not just, you know. Right. So you might have to take in consideration on shifts of opinion for the majority of your society. Now, I don't know in Utah. I mean, I just thought it was all Mormons and drinking Kool-Aid and, (laughs) you know, like hanging out and singing Jesus songs. So they may be a little different than it is here in Alabama number 11 in the sinful most sinful states so <laughs> yeah. like he says that the laws are unenforceable and well i'd say you gotta i mean like how do you catch i don't know how you would catch somebody you know is it just like a dad calling up because his daughter got pregnant or something and now having the boyfriend arrested i mean what i wonder what the what what would the penalty be it's a misdemeanor charge yeah I imagine just a fine fine yeah I would imagine so. But Utah is kind of weird. You know, my cousin lives in Utah. He lives yeah. in Park City. And uh, we went out there once. Really one of the cleanest states I've ever been in. Mm-hmm. Got to give it to them out there. Alabama is like trash central. <laughs> yes. People litter in Alabama like crazy. It's the most frustrating thing in the world. But Utah is like clean, everything like a postcard. They probably don't nice. even have to put up no dumping signs. Yeah, right. Yeah, so no, people aren't leaving like their freezers that quit <laughs> yes. working like on the side of the highway. You know, <laughs> really wild. As I say this, I have a huge pile of trash out in front of my house, too. <laughs> but we have bulk trash Well, you're pickup. from Alabama. Yeah, we have bulk <laughs> trash pickup once a week. So we're getting ready to sell our house. So we did a lot of cleaning up this week. Oh, congratulations. Have yeah. you got another one picked out? No, no, we don't. Oh. Now, we have a few that we got our eye on. But okay. we got to sell our house before we can do anything. Gotcha. And if we have to live with my mom for a while, mom and dad for a while, then we will while we find another place to go. Gotcha. So, but there's a few we... We've checked out, but okay. who knows if we'll be able to get them. Who knows if anybody will buy our house. If you're listening to this, <laughs> just make a little plug. If you're looking for a really nice house in a really great neighborhood, great elementary school, probably the top elementary school in this county, come on down and see me. Just holler at me, shoot an email or something. Uh, we'll work something out. You know, Three bedroom, two bath. Got a bonus room. It's a study, but we mm-hmm. turned it into an extra bedroom. Huge garage. Got a shop that's brick too out back. You could put another car in that if you wanted to. It's a, you know, pretty nice little house. I happen to love it. We just need an extra bedroom because we're doing this foster parent thing and yeah, we need yeah. an extra spot to stick a kid. So, gotcha. We're gonna have to get a bigger house. So, huh. well, I don't I know how we got from. I know. I hope that works out for you. From fornication to <laughs> to me selling my house, but yeah, somebody buy my house, please, please. We'll make you a deal on it. Uh, before we move on, we'd like to say, and now this is just going out to our fellow brothers and sisters mm-hmm. in Christ. Yeah. Fornication is still against God's law. Absolutely. Maybe legal in Utah. Absolutely. Still right. against God's law. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. That hadn't anything changed, at least when I was flipping through the Bible this morning at church. I didn't see that. I'd been stricken from that. I don't record. have the latest translation yet, but I'm pretty sure it hasn't changed. <laughs> I'm pretty sure every Baptist youth group in the world is pointing that out on a regular basis. At least that's how it was when when I was a teenager. That was always one of the hit lessons. So, but what you do is you marry the person you love, and and then you have a relation with them um, as God intended. Yeah. And our next story here is about a loving couple. It's from Florida, our one of our favorite states. Can't wait. Yeah, uh, clickorlando.com. The headline reads, Florida woman shot boyfriend for snoring too loudly, deputies say. Oh, so they were fornicators. I thought they were married. <laughs> That's kind of fornication. <laughs> That's uh, what you get. 
<laughs> yeah. Lori Morin of Coca was arrested on an attempted murder charge. She's 47 year old and she tried to kill her boyfriend because he snored too loudly, sheriff officials say. Now, I have a CPAP and I don't snore anymore because I have like air forced into my nostrils. Because you have that Darth Vader apparatus. Yeah, right. Yes. I'd like to think of it as a fighter pilot. <laughs> Me and Dieter play Top Gun every once in a while. You know, it's like coming in for a landing, baby. Get ready. You know, uh, but, am I clear to buzz the tower? You know, but anyways, uh, but when I did, I, one of my biggest complaints was like, she would like hit me and kick me and stuff to get me to wake up. And I'm like, why can't you do this nicer? You know, like, yeah. well, reach over and squeeze my butt. I will stop snoring <laughs> if you do that. Like, why do you have to be so violent about it? But anyways, I'm glad she never tried to shoot me. Uh, deputies said the shooting was reported Wednesday night at home on, on at a home on Emerald Lake Drive in Unincorporated Cocoa. The victim was taken to a local hospital where he is in stable condition. The Brevard County Sheriff's Office said Friday that Lori Morin was arrested on charges of attempted murder and aggravated battery. A preliminary investigation that included statements from Morin and her boyfriend indicated that the shooting was accidental. Huh. I don't believe that. Yeah. According to the sheriff's official, an ongoing investigation determined, however, that the shooting occurred during a domestic violence incident between the couple because the man was snoring loudly. The dispute escalated, and Morin retrieved and fired a shotgun. Damn. <laughs> like a twenty-two pistol or something. No, she went straight to the big stuff. That's right. Striking her boyfriend, deputies said. Uh, Morin and the man had been drinking prior to and during the argument, Deputy said. Surprise, surprise. Which These stories always involve drinking. <laughs> drinking will put me out, too, and I'll snore bad. I mean, I don't really drink a lot anymore, but I know what, I know what he was going through. I've talked to the couple. I've talked to her a couple of times, and she's always been really nice. And so the news is kind of shocking uh, on it, honestly, said neighbor Samantha Bobbier. To hear that it was over snoring is kind of shocking. It's kind of crazy. Another neighbor, Robert Mason, said it's so stupid and so bizarre that I can't imagine that kind of behavior. A neighbor told News 6 they watched as Morin was arrested. Um, They must have been waiting for her. She pulled in and then all the cars came rushing out of every direction, neighbor Alan Gosser said. And so she's held at the Brevard County Jail without bond. And her picture, she's not really a looker. I was going to say that much. <laughs> she should just be happy that she's got a boyfriend. Yeah. Looks like the uh, looks like the Crypt Creek Keeper from the old tales from the Crypt. We're not trying to be mean or anything. I'm just trying to paint a picture for our listeners. Hey, this lady shot somebody. Exactly. Okay? Right. Over well, we don't have to be nice to her. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, it's not not a looker, you know. I feel like for the boyfriend, I mean, I'm sure he probably wasn't a looker either. You don't really see that kind of disparity. Maybe she's got like a really nice personality, (laughs) but she didn't that night. No, (laughs) but having you know, like I said, when Deidre used to punch me and everything else, you know, uh, I kind of realized that maybe if the shotgun was handy, she might would have pulled it (laughs) on me a couple of times. I sleep like a log. I mean, I still do. I lay down, I go to sleep. I'm usually asleep within like five minutes of laying down, and I sleep all night. I never wake up or anything, and then I get up the next morning, I feel great. Well, before I had the CPAP, I did that. Apparently, I was waking up or dying or something in the middle of the night. I didn't know. I wasn't aware of that. Yes. Woke up and felt great, but Deidre had to deal with me snoring and stopping breathing and everything else. Huh. I just don't know why she couldn't be more nice. Well, do you it. sleep better or worse now that you have the CPAP? I can tell no difference at all. <laughs> <laughs> and don't tell Dr. Guy or that. But I, feel, I don't feel any better or worse now than I did before. That was just a way to get some insurance to pay out some bucks. I guess so. I feel like that was it. You know, like I've all I've been rooked into this whole thing. <laughs> but surprise, surprise, Deidre started snoring. After Uh-oh. well, she may have snored all along, and I just didn't notice. But when I was getting used to the CPAP, because it took me a while to get used to wearing it, right? 
I would be laying awake. Because like I say, I'm normally asleep within five minutes. And I started Man, you noticing. you got this machine hooked up to your face. That's right, yes. Just forcing air. It's so cruel. Like, why, <laughs> why can't I die in my sleep? You know? Yeah. Like, I just wanted, everybody wants to die in their sleep. So, I mean, there's only like two ways people want to die anyways. And one of them is in the sleep. And the other one involves a bed, too. So, there's I've, so you're saying the least that this girl should could have done is not wake up her boyfriend yeah. just, just shot him while he was snoring. <laughs> right. Yeah, just shoot him while he's snoring. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, you know, so then I made her get a CPAP. So boom. Now she's right. gotta wear one. So we both got one. So I can say it's a little fighter fighter pilot love going on in bed sometimes. Not so bad. Not as bad as you think. You just got to have an imagination. Okay. Well, <laughs> where can I go from there? Let's see. Okay. Sadly, there was a man, there was a terminal patient oh, yeah? who passed away recently. <laughs> and I hate that. But even more than that, his doctor told decided that he was going to inform him of this uh-huh. via a video conference in a robot. Okay. A so, robot. Yes. Okay. Headline here. This comes from the BBC. Man told he's going to die by a doctor on video link robot. Oh, is this from Britain? Yes. I know the BBC's out of so this is gonna be the like number one argument everyone talks about socialized medicine. Fucking <laughs> big I'm sending a robot in to tell you that you're gonna die. You know what? Scratch all that. This happened in California. Oh, okay. So this is just the same this thing. Is just being reported by yeah. BBC. Okay, yeah. Well anyway. A doctor in California told a patient he was going to die using a robot with a video link screen. Ernest Quintana, 78. So, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's not young. No. It's not as old as some. Yeah. But anyway. But he's had a good life. Yeah, hopefully. He was at Kaiser Permande Medical Center in Fremont when a doctor appearing on a robot screen informed him that he would die within a few days. A family friend wrote on social media that it was not the way to show value and compassion to a patient. I agree. Yeah. You know, let's see. The hospital says that it regrets falling short of the family's expectations. Uh, Mr. Quintana died the next day. Uh, Julianne Spangler, a friend of Mr. Quintana's daughter, posted a photo of the robot on Facebook and said that it told Mr. Quintana he has no lungs left the only option is comfort care to remove the mask helping him breathe and to put him on a morphine drip until he dies. She later told BBC News that it was an extremely frustrating situation and an atrocity of how care and technology are colliding. I think the technological advances in medicine have been wonderful, but the line of where and when need to be black and white, she added. Uh, Mr. Quintana's granddaughter Anna Lisa Wilharm, who was with him at the hospital, also told the BBC that she was trying not to cry. I look up and there's this robot at the door. <laughs> <laughs> and it said, Will Robinson, Will Robinson. Danger, danger, <laughs> yeah. danger. You are going to die. Uh, she said that the doctor on the screen uh, looked like he was in a chair in a room somewhere. So... I wonder if he was in front of a fireplace and he had him like a little glass. Of tea. So, yeah. Just chilling out. I'll kick back. Or what if he was on the beach? It was like a beach chair. Yeah. That's terrible. Was, I'm on vacation. I couldn't make it in, so I sent my robot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like in some ways maybe a formal letter would have been better than a robot. Mm, possibly. Possibly. I mean, I guess there's no way to give that kind of news. Yeah, just but, not good. And one day... It, I'm sure one day all robots everywhere will be telling humans that sure. we're going to die. Oh yeah, or serve them. Yeah, one right. or the other. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna put us down. Yes. we'll be married to them, and we'll be like doing all kind of weird stuff with robots, and then they'll rise up and take over. Yeah, yeah. This is just the beginning. And according, if I, if what I've seen in the movies is true, like I'm sure humanity will deserve it. Oh yeah, it's yeah. Gonna stink. Yeah. No, yeah, it'll stink for sure. But we're not to that point yet. The whole point, I guess, of this article is we're not there yet. No. And, uh, I, you know, I, I kind of feel with the family here. I think I think that should have been handled better. If that dude's doctor wasn't there, if he was on a beach somewhere in, I yeah. don't know, the Bahamas. Right. Maybe he should have got another doctor. It's a hospital. I'm sure they got a doctor there somewhere. Yeah. Should have yeah, gone I'm in sure. there and told him. Yeah, I would think uh, there's got to be a way to, to, like, you call your – person who's covering you know like i know doctors do rotations you know mm -hmm. 
like a Deidre's hospital. And so like if Dr. Che, who's her doctor, was out, then, you know, whoever's on call for their group would yeah. fill in for him if one of his patients needed something. Uh, I don't know why you just couldn't get the other guy to go in and go, hey, I'm here for, you know, Dr. Johnson or whatever, yeah. and you're going to die. You know, <laughs> just right. like a Band-Aid. I used to got to rip that off. Just tell them real quick. Now, the good news is we are going to keep you high as a kite. Oh, yeah. We got some good drugs. We got some great drugs for you. And you're not going to worry about anything. And just enjoy your last time here. You know, watch The Price is Right on TV and People's Court and all that. And, you know, we're going to keep you comfortable. We're going to order in some Chinese food. That's right. Or or the Jello, all the Jello you want. (laughs) Hospitals have a lot of Jello. You know, the Jello budget at hospitals has got to be through the roof. They they will bring Jello with every meal. You know, and this is kind of off the sub. This is way off the subject, but you know how you get a last meal if you're, you know, if you, mate. if you get if you're getting the capital punishment. Yeah. Uh, why don't we do that just for? I'm glad that they get a last meal, but you know we we should have last meals if we can get them. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it, that's why I always eat whatever I want because it could be my last <laughs> yeah, meal. That's a good point. I'm not. I'm not skimping. You want your last meal to be a salad? No, no. <laughs> so I'm going to eat whatever I want. Doritos and Reese's cups. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. What would your last meal be? Oh man, it would probably be too long to even name it all. Oh, you'd just go crazy with yeah. it. Yeah. I wonder if they like tell you limit what, you. What if you had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? I know that's basic, but you had like Reese's cups in the middle of it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I like where you're going with this. <laughs> I might try that when I get home. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what I would get either. I would. I'm I sure would, it would be like the biggest steak they got down at South's Finest Meats. Yeah, probably something. Uh, you know, I'd say I would like my favorite food of all time is my mom uh, makes the best sweet potato casserole in the world. It's actually mm-hmm. my great grandmother's recipe. So it'd be one of one of those. So, but I don't know that I would like force my mom to cook something for me to <laughs> eat. You know, the last even if you're going to die. Yeah, right. Well, that's very kind of you. She's probably, if I'm on death row, she's probably already very upset with me. <laughs> you know? I thought we were talking about last meals if you're no, just No, just terminal. general last yeah. meal. Yeah, yeah. If I was terminal, yeah. 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 Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'd make my mom Deezer's do. over there work. counting up the, or she's getting ready to turn in the life insurance <laughs> she's that like, she's just been waiting on. She's already downloaded Tinder on her phone. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Just like sitting she's over there. up a profile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like swiping while like my mom's crying, cooking sweet potato casserole for me. That's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. If I was terminal, that would be, I would probably let mom cook if she wanted to. But yeah. you know, mom's already lost one son. I don't want her to have to, you know, do any work while her another, yeah. next one dies. So. You wouldn't be like, no, you don't have to cook if you don't want to. Yeah. I just, I'm sure the potato casserole with the last su- marriage supper, of the lamb's going to be just fine. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. When I get to heaven, they'll have the best sweet potato. I'll get Mama Renfro to cook it for me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I would get though. That's kind of interesting to think about. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Right in. Don't tell yeah, us let us know what your be. last meal would be. <laughs> yeah. That would be really good. We'll read it, you know, and I'll critique it. Yeah. You know? I don't know. Oh, man, that would, I would get so hungry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Reading what everybody else wants. Yeah. Send in your last meals. So let's talk about last meals for a second. Well, not really last meals, but just meals. Um, shout out to Wilts who put this in the Facebook group. A tortilla cooking trespasser was caught outside of a Phoenix apartment. Um, this is from Phoenix, Arizona, by the way, not Phoenix City, Alabama, for okay. anybody who's confused. <laughs> yeah. uh, imagine walking into your kitchen to find a strange man there cooking and eating your food. That's what happened to a woman and a man in their Phoenix apartment last week. Hmm. On Friday, March the 1st, around 7.30 p.m., Phoenix police responded to a burglary call at an apartment near 51st Avenue and Indian School Road. Ooh, problematic name for that road. I'd like to get an update on that to Native American School Road. Okay. Wow. Wow, Phoenix. At least it's not Redskin. <laughs> true. Very true. Uh, when the officer arrived at the location, he says he saw the suspect, later identified as 31-year-old Jerry Christopher Drain, standing on the front balcony of the apartment. Okay. Police say that Drain had an odor of alcohol in his breath when he spoke, had bloodshot and watery eyes, slurred speech, and was unable to stand straight without swaying. 
Could have just said he was drunk. <laughs> uh, one of the two roommates told police that he woke up to the smell of something burning. And when they walked into the kitchen to investigate, he saw Drain standing there eating soup and attempting to cook tortillas on top of the electric stove without a pan. Oh, man. <laughs> Alex Heron was shocked. He tried to cook like three of them because the first two burned, he said. <laughs> <laughs> I smelled the burning, too, his roommate said. So we both went out, and I was like, oh, hey, what's going on? Trying to have a friendly confrontation, trying to be calm and everything. That you're, is, you're in the dude's house, and he's like, hey, what's going yeah, on? Hey, hey, what's going on, buddy? Hey. That is, he yeah. reacted. He did. That is a very, very nice way of reacting to that <laughs> whole situation. During all of that happening, my roommate and I, uh, we first noticed he had some sort of pocket knife, but we were smart enough to not say anything about it. Uh, the roommates didn't recognize Drain and asked him to leave and take whatever he was making with him. <laughs> Dude, yep. these are the, these are extremely cool guys. And he did. Heron said he left eating a can of soup and tortillas and stayed on their front balcony. Oh, my gosh. Uh, it was a can of some sort of potato, cheese, broccoli, chowder, according to Heron. I hate chowder, she said. <laughs> <laughs> The only plus side is that he got rid of it for me, she added with a smile. And she can laugh about it now, but called it crazy at the time. Uh, of course, they called 911. Uh, but how did he get in the apartment in the first place? Uh, Herod said she came back home from doing a laundry and probably left the front door unlocked by accident. It's weird. It's a terrifying experience, she said, and I'm glad we're all safe. Uh, he was arrested. Drain was arrested for criminal trespassing, and he also, surprise, had an outstanding warrant for another uh, mm. cr charge. It doesn't specify what it is. Uh, he admitted that he had been drinking and said he couldn't exa remember exactly how he ended up cooking in that particular apartment. <laughs> uh, he told the judge in court his dad lives at that complex. Okay. All right. Well, that So happens. he just walked into another apartment. Yeah, he just like, got, the, I'm got mixed up, thought he was at dad's place, going to cook up some tortillas, eat a little soup, and he was at the wrong spot. So when I was in college one time, we walked back from the strip and we're going to an apartment, and somehow this dude just like, I guess he thought we were his group of friends, and he mm -hmm. like mixed in with us, and we like get back to the apartment, and we're all like hanging out on the porch, and we're like, Hey, buddy, who are you? You know, like, <laughs> hey, and he was like, Oh, he tried to play it off. He's like, Oh, yeah, it's like my friend lives right over there. And we're like, oh, Okay, cool. Cause we're all about to go inside and probably do something illegal. And we didn't know who he was. <laughs> and so he like wanders down there. We watch him. He like can't find, can't get in the door. And then he like wanders on. So, yeah. Man. Yeah. So he could have came in with us if we hadn't been paying attention, but we were all very alert. I remember one time when I was on a vacation, when I was a little kid, my my grandparents took me to Panama City. Mm -hmm. We were staying in this uh, hotel, and I was going up to the room to use the restroom, and then I was going to go straight back down to the pool. Well, I walked into the hotel room that was right beside ours oh, okay. by mistake, Yeah, and I walked in, and I see like somebody's got some McDonald's. And sitting on the counter, I'm like, huh, excited. I wonder, I wonder who went to McDonald's. I hope they got me some, you know, chicken nuggets. Yeah. And then Happy Days was playing on the TV, uh -huh. and I walk on in there, and uh, I use the restroom, and then I pop my head in to see, like, you know, like who's in the room, and it's some dude. I have no idea who it is. Like passed out, like late, like asleep on the bed, and that's when I noticed that I'm in the wrong room, I'm in the wrong <laughs> and place. I was like, oh no. Yeah. One time when I was real little, we were at like the World's Fair or something, or maybe it was Disney World, and we were standing in line for something, and I turned around and hugged what I thought was my dad's leg, <laughs> and I looked up, and it was like a complete stranger, you know, <laughs> and uh, he laughed at me, you know, and then like my parents, like the line had moved or something, I didn't move along with them, you know, so they were like maybe a person or so ahead, Yeah, and uh and so then they had to come and, you know, get me because I was freaking out. <laughs> I really didn't, like, freak out, freak out. But, yeah. Right. When I first hugged his leg and I knew – I realized it wasn't my dad. I thought it was my, my Uncle Bill. But it wasn't <laughs> Uncle Bill either. It was a complete stranger. So it was like, <laughs> all right. Yeah. That's the closest it ever happened to me. Something like that. Gotcha. Do you remember a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about the Russian weapon that had the power to make people vomit and Absolutely. hallucinate? Yeah. 
and it may or may not have been Maroon 5's Super Bowl <laughs> halftime party or <laughs> yes. halftime show. Yes. Well, apparently there, there's a Russian ship that has been spotted near Scotland, and they think that this weapon is on board. The oh. headline here, Russian ship near Scotland. How does vomit weapon work? What kind of ship is she? Has she sailed near UK waters before? So they are very concerned. Well, the Scots will drink a little bit too, right? So it may just be normal vomiting as a result of that. <laughs> right. Says that the Royal Navy has been shadowing a Russian ship believed to be carrying a state-of-the-art vomit weapon. Nice. After it entered the Moray Firth. Three Russian support vessels were spotted off the coast of Scotland on March 4th by observers using the marine traffic tracking app. So they, I guess, can you just track Russian ships, ships on the app now? I guess so. There's an app for that? I guess so. Kind of like plane tracking, you know, I guess people, so, yeah. whenever there's a, like a college football coaching change, people track planes all over the United States. Yeah, so that's true. That's true. Maybe there's the same thing for ships. I don't know. Well, anyway, uh, included in the fleet of Russian vessels is a superpower new Admiral Gershoff. Is wait, hold on. Included in the fleet of Russian vessels is the superpower's new Admiral Gorshoff, which is rumored to have a vomit weapon, as well as tug Nikolay Chiker supporter support supply ship for Elbrus and Tanker Kama. Here's what you need to know. That's a mouthful. That is a dude. Russian is hard. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Uh, why is Admiral Gershoff in what type of ship is she? Much like how the Royal Navy has Fife-built HMS Queen Elizabeth, the Russian Navy have... Why did I pick a? Why did I pick an easier story? <laughs> the Russian I'm Navy, enjoying it. <laughs> the Russian Navy have a brand new warship that they are keen to show off. Her full name is Admiral Flotilla Sokozgo Sagu... Mm-hmm. Come on. Come on with it. Let's go. <laughs> Soyuza Gorshoff, and she has officially entered surface service in July 2018. All right. Um, that's not important. I'm probably going to cut all that. I don't know. Does the ship have a vomit weapon, and how does it work? The that's Rus- the real question. That's the real question yeah. here. The Russian Navy have reportedly developed weapons that can make their enemies vomit and even hallucinate. The Hill reported in February that contractors had installed the weapons on two warships, including the Admiral Gorshov. It is said that the weapon fires a beam similar to a strobe light, which can affect the target's eyesight. So the weapon can make it harder for enemies to see at night. And during tests, about half of volunteers reported feeling dizzy and nauseous and disoriented. Uh, while 20% of the volunteers who were targeted by the weapon said that they experienced hallucinations. Uh, are they sure that this isn't just a rave? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> this is not just like a party shit. It sounds like a wild time to me. <laughs> yeah. This is like a real wild time. The weapon is reportedly called the fill-in and has also reportedly been installed on the uh, sister, on Admiral Gorshov's sister ship, Admiral... Katsanov. Oh. So. Admiral Katsanov. They talk about how the ship gets its name, and then they talk about the class of ship, and then they talk about all this other stuff that we don't care about. Here's an important question. Which Royal Navy warship is shadowing her right now? HMS Defender, a sophisticated Type 45 destroyer, is monitoring the Russian fleet this week. The Navy has said that she is keeping track of their activity in areas of national interest. HMS Defender uh, left Newcastle on Saturday, uh, heading northeast of Scotland to meet the Russian task group in time for them to pass the UK coastline. Mark Lancaster, Armed Forces Minister, said the Royal Navy is always standing ready to defend the UK. We will continue to work with our allies to shadow Russian ships passing through international waters close to our shores to ensure the Russian Navy follows correct protocol on its journey. So, so do they? Uh, the Royal Navy ship it like is loaded with Pepto Bismol or something to <laughs> counteract it. 
<laughs> just phrase it so. out. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we need to have it right there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I still think that this is maybe just a party vessel. <laughs> it's a rave. It's like a party <laughs> vessel. Yeah, maybe maybe that's what it is. The Russians. I mean, I'm sure they're pat. Yeah, there's this uh, strobe light going on, mm-hmm. and then yeah. people are people hallucinating are and vomiting and so. vomiting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It sounds it's like a, it's college. a party. It's a party. Yeah. That's a Thursday night on the University of Alabama campus. So, yeah, yeah. That's kind of wild. Let's change gears a little bit. Here. All right, let's do it. One of my favorite movies. Well, I wouldn't say favorite movies of all times, but a very enjoyable movie was uh, School of Rock. Oh, you yeah. Remember that? yeah. I like School of Rock. Yeah, right. With Jack Black. With Jack Black. He puts, he's like a substitute teacher. Well, he like fakes his way into being a substitute teacher. <laughs> yes. And then he, uh, Mr. Sneebly, you know, that was his name, <laughs> I think. Uh, and then he puts together a little rock band with all these music students, and they uh, they go on and win some kind of competition, and I think hilarity a, ensues. Yeah, it was a battle of the bands. Yeah, battle of the a bands. A local battle of the bands yes. at some scene yeah, somewhere. Right. Yeah, right. Yes, well, the, uh, the guy who was the guitar player, the kid who was the guitar player in that, has found himself in a little bit of trouble. Oh, no. Yeah, it's tough to see. You know, it's hard to be a, a kid star. You know, yeah. in Hollywood, we've seen it happen so many times. Drew Barrymore, um, Leif Erickson, uh, Leif Garrett. I was sorry, Leif Garrett was his name, not Leif Erickson. That was a Viking. <laughs> he <laughs> okay. got in some trouble too. He did. He did. <laughs> Possibly discovered America too. But this comes from TMZ. Um, a school of rock star is caught on video stealing a guitar, and he faces four felonies. Yikes. Yeah, so the guy's name, it only says Joey in here, as if we know. You know, I guess if you're a TMZ follower, you would know his last name. But his first name's Joey. I guess you have to go dig out your DVD and watch the credits to find out his full name. Yes. Uh, Police were on to Joey's sticky fingers in early February because they released security footage uh, to the public showing him swipe a Buddy Guy model Fender Strat guitar. It's not a. It's a pretty good guitar. It's uh, black with white polka dots. If you're familiar with with Strats, I'm a Strat guy. Um, you can see him holding the guitar and casually strumming the guitar before allegedly making his way out the door in early February at the Troll Music Store. Huh. Um, after police released the, released the footage, local music store owners were now on high alert. Well, on February 11th, Joey hit up Sarasota, uh, Sam Ash Music Store, and workers recognized him. He sampled a few guitars before walking out with a $2,000 Les Paul. That was a gold top Les Paul. Um, But this time, Joey was followed out to his car and was confronted. We're told that a few customers blocked his car so he wouldn't escape before cops ultimately arrested him. Oh, all right. Here's his name. Uh... Joey Gatos Jr. I'm looking at his IMDb right now. Okay. <laughs> it, uh, is rocking a seriously sad tune about stealing <laughs> guitars or at least about getting busted for jacking them. Uh, he played the lead guitarist in the, the school band in the School of Rock, and he's facing felony charges in Florida for larceny and grand theft. Uh, after cops busted him four times in the last five weeks, oh allegedly stealing guitars and amplifiers. According to cops, Joey is making a bad habit of walking into stores, asking to test the guitars and walking out with the instrument without paying and then unloading them at pawn shops. Horrible plan. <laughs> well, you know, he is the lead guitarist of a band called Bad Racket. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> police say Joey's string of heist began earlier this year and he nabbed a blue epiphone prophecy uh valued at eight hundred dollars the fender strat which was 699 and the gold top Les ball for two thousand dollars says here is an only child so okay he's uh, probably you know he confessed baby. and blamed a drug problem but however in court he entered a not guilty plea for the guitars and he's yet to give a plea for the amp he stole so um but I would have to say, if you're not hardcore, what's the line of the movie? You're not hardcore unless you're hardcore or something like that. I don't know. Uh, that's old punk rock. That's another one that's from that movie. But yeah. It says here he was arrested in February of 2009 for DUI. Okay. While he was underage. Wow. <laughs> so. Wow. Joey has hit the rock star lifestyle pretty hard. 
And I hate to see that for him, but you just can't go taking guitars from a guitar shop because, uh, you know, that's wrong. Number one, theft. That's a commandment. Not supposed to be doing that. But also because uh, what are you going to do with a guitar that you steal from a guitar shop? Because they have all the documentation for it, all the serial numbers and everything else. And when you go to the pawn shop to sell it, then they're just going to see that it's listed as stolen and call the cops on it. Maybe you have to go to a certain pawn shop yeah maybe there is unload the can't go to like the pawn stars guy no or something no you can't go sell it to rick yeah rick he's on the up and up yeah (laughs) yeah but i think most i mean i've i've not been in the pawn business you know i I haven't pawned right any i pawned a camera once but i was just was it yours yeah it was it was (laughs) Uh, i was trying to keep my lights on in college but it didn't work spend it on weed or something and then my lights got cut off but that's a whole nother story (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, they, they like get your ID and run all kind of, you know, checks on whatever you're pawning. At least they did back then. But yeah, I, I would feel like if you're going to steal equipment and sell it like that, you would distill it out of the back of somebody's car. You hear that happen to bands all yeah, the time, yeah. you know? So you want to hear something that's just heartbreaking? Here's a quote from him I definitely want to be a musician. That's my main thing. That's what I started out as. The acting I'm really into, though. There's really good opportunities, but if that never works out, I'm always going to have music. That's my true love. Okay. And now he's a thief. That's his main thing. Well, you know, if he's got a drug problem, that's one thing. If he's just trying to make some easy cash, that's another thing. But I feel like if you could bill yourself as like, hey, I'm the school of rock kid and I got a band. Yeah. You could get a gig, you know, all the time. I think so. You know, regularly and get a and play, you know, as a working musician around. You may never be like a huge rock star, but most of the people who play music aren't huge rock stars, but they make a nice little living for themselves playing the the bar scenes and clubs and everything else. What year did School of Rock come out? Oh, I don't know. Probably 2000. Hang on one second. I'm going to. Nah, I'm going to. I'm going to guess 2004. Close okay. 2003. Okay, all right. Because I was trying to judge his age based on what he what he was in the movie, which means it's uh, older than 15 years. Maybe we should get a give a shout out to the Retro Rewind podcast. That's right. And That's right. They need to do School of Rock. Yeah, I could come on and talk about School of Rock. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but and we can also talk about uh, Joey uh, whatever that whatever his last name was. Gatos. Yeah, Joey Gatos. Joey Jada. Go Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Joey Gatos, Joey Gatos Jr. Yeah, Gato Joey's Pickett Smith. Yeah, so I, f- I mean I feel bad for him. I know. But, I hope I hope the man gets some help. Yeah, right. But you just can't go stealing guitars. Yeah, maybe uh maybe you ought to check out some of his music. I wonder if he's any good. Yeah, maybe so. What was the name of his band? Bad Racket. Bad Racket. Ooh, that's <laughs> yeah. a bad name. You need a better name than that, dude. What was the name of the band in the School of Rock? Was it was it School, of, School Rock. of Rock. It was School of Rock. Oh, I bet you that's like trademarked. He can't use it. Yeah, he can't use that at all. He could be called uh, University of Rock. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Bad Racket. Oh, Rock School. Bad Racket Recording Studio. Hmm. Well, I think Racket was spelled kind of funny. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I was going to play a little bit just straight into the microphone. <laughs> then you'll sue us for copyright. <laughs> yeah, I think we can play like five seconds or something. Yeah, I think we got five seconds. Yeah, I don't know. I would just like, surely you could make your living doing other stuff, you know. I mean, just playing a normal music. Anyway, I can't find a clip of his bad racket on youtube anywhere at i can't all. find a web page dude if you're gonna have a band you gotta have everybody's got a web page yeah that's right hmm well anyway yeah right <laughs> we got other stuff to talk about let's see <laughs> how about this anyway our next story here the headline is man caught trying to light a neighbor's home on fire oh okay do you right. know why he was trying to light it on fire? Mm, property line dispute. <laughs> he thought it had a ghost in it. Oh, okay. All right. That's logical. <laughs> That's logical. 
Stockton, California, new video shows a California man pouring gallons of diesel on his neighbor's front porch. <laughs> he told police he did it because he was trying to get rid of a ghost. Okay. A family's security cameras captured the man pouring diesel and then trying to light the porch on fire, but the fire never fully ignites, so thank goodness. <laughs> well, you gotta use diesel's a slow burner. It is. Yeah. Out of way with kerosene. <laughs> <laughs> the a woman and her two young children were sleeping inside the home at the time. That's where he went wrong. Oh yeah, I can understand That's, you want to get rid of a ghost. You need to make sure everybody's gone. <laughs> you got. Anyway, it says that the family called the police and they arrested the man who lives across the street. They arrested him. The homeowner said. He said that he didn't have anything against us and that he thought he saw a ghost in her house. And to me, that's just even scarier. <laughs> uh, Chong Pham, 38, is charged with arson and attempted murder. Wow. So, man. But, you know, that that brings up a question. If you have a ghost in your home, what do you do? Call the Ghostbusters. Who, I was going to say, who are you going to call? <laughs> right. You call the Ghostbusters. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I don't know what you do. What it, but if I was like, if you and I were next door neighbors and I was like, Tiny, your house has a ghost in it, and you're like, oh, okay, I'd be like, well, that's Tiny's problem now. <laughs> Not, yeah. I'm going to burn your house down. Yeah. You know, hey, I'm trying to help you out, buddy, by burning your house down. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's more to this story. Yeah, than, deal with your own ghost. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> handle the ghost in your house. Let <laughs> your neighbor handle his own ghost. Maybe he's comfortable with a ghost there. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but maybe they're bros. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's like Casper the Friendly Ghost or Beetlejuice or something. You know? <laughs> if it's Beetlejuice, I would burn down my house to get rid of Beetlejuice. <laughs> I don't even remember much about that movie. So, but yeah, I don't know. I don't think I think this guy had something else going on. You know? Yeah. That he just used that as an excuse so maybe he could plead his insanity or something. Well, if later that's on. the case, imagine. Of all the excuses that you can think of, and that's the one you're going to go <laughs> with. Right, yeah. There was a ghost in the house. Yeah. I don't know. I would have went with, like, God told me to do it. <laughs> yeah. That's a good, like, insanity plea one. Yeah. Just You'll hear that from a lot of people. I would have said that I was trying to burn it down for insurance purposes. <laughs> <laughs> now, now you got an insurance fraud charge on you, Tiny. You got to be smarter than that, okay? Uh, I've never been able to think on my. I feet. would go spiders. Yeah, he's had a, he had a spider problem. Everybody hates spiders, and then black mold. Yeah, right, black mold. That'll get you for sure. Yeah, that'll definitely get you. Yeah, I don't know. That's wild. Yeah, definitely wild. But you know, I would uh. How, you know, how do you do it and not make sure there's nobody home first? Like, just give a courtesy knock yeah, or see, something? Yeah, I thought about that, too. Like, you could maybe call and say there's a bomb in the house first. <laughs> hey, everybody get out. <laughs> but know. then you're trying to light it on fire, so you have to be there. You have to right. physically be there. You're going to get arrested as soon as the they call the police and right. the bomb squad shows up or whatever. Well, I, I know nothing about arson. You know, I have <laughs> Out of all the criminal things, that's the one I do have no experience in. But I would think in like all the like fire inspections and stuff, they would be like, somebody poured some sort of flammable liquid all over <laughs> yeah. this house. There was definitely accelerant. Yeah. Yeah. There's foul play has been involved, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, so maybe we started at the breaker box by like shoving a screwdriver in there or something. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how arson works. So I've heard you put a <laughs> bunch of potato chips on your Stove. Okay. You turn the stove on. All right. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I thought about it when the restaurant was going down <laughs> several times. I just was sitting there at night and be like, how can I make this place burn? But I couldn't morally do it. Yeah. You know, like I was just like. Because your restaurant wasn't haunted. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, that's a whole other story. The restaurant definitely had a ghost in it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, yeah. now I've, we've struck on something interesting. Okay. Anyone. Anyone who worked for me that listens to this, and I bet you is no one, <laughs> but I can get people to corroborate just about everything I'm about to tell you. Okay. No joke. All right. I noticed for years that my restaurant had a basement. We had dry storage down in the basement, like my little office, which wasn't much of an office was down there, but... Uh, I would be like downstairs getting something, getting a sleeve of cups or something before uh -huh. we were ever open, all the doors locked and everything. And you could hear people walking upstairs. Yeah. And so then I would go upstairs. Of course, and there's, there's nobody, nobody there. up there. All right. That happened all the time. I, I bet you there are a hundred people who could corroborate that instance right there. Okay. Okay. 
There are several other people who can corroborate seeing people in the restaurant, but there was nobody in there. So, like, we'd be staying at, sitting at the sink, and there was a kitchen door that went out to the dining room washing dishes, and you would see somebody walk by, and you'd stick your head out there because you knew there was nobody in there, and there would be nobody in there. All right? So that's another thing several people can corroborate. One other thing that happened to me that this just happened to me, but I, I scouts honor. I would put my hand on a Bible. I would do whatever. Well, I was I was very skeptical until you said scouts honor. Okay, so right, now yes. I know you're being right. serious. I came around. This was one morning, and uh, I came around the front of the counter, or like to to like up where the register was. There's nobody in the store, and in between the cups that I had on the counter. I saw a kid looking at me, blonde-haired kid, no kidding. I thought it was Thomas, you know, because he was, like, just young enough where Thomas could look over the counter. Yeah. So much so that I thought he was, like, going to sneak up and scare me. So I ran back in the kitchen and, like, bent down and waited for him to come around because I was going to scare him back, you know? <laughs> you were going to scare the ghost back. And, that and ghost thought he was going to scare you. There was nobody in there, all right? Oh, that man. 100% happened to me, all right? Last story I'll tell we had to shut the restaurant down. Like uh, it was like a, a Saturday because they had to redo the plumbing for the whole building. Okay, that's a whole other story about why they had to redo it. But it involved the city, and the city wouldn't fix where there was like a dip in the line out underneath the street. So they just ran all the plumbing instead of going out front to out back into the sewage line there. Anyway, so we had to shut down every every place down there was shut down. Man, right. And, I bet that uh, eat into your pocketbook. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You lose a day of sales. Yeah. Yeah. For real fun. Right. Make you real happy, too, when they call. And they're like, hey, we're going to finish up, and you'll be able to get open by lunch. And then they're like, no, nah, it's going to be all day, too. So me and my— and they, don't, they don't offer you any kind of break on your taxes or no. anything to make up for no, it. No, nothing. No, Dang. that's just the way it goes. So me and uh, me and Thomas and Hudson went down there because originally we were going to be open at lunch. And we're just like goofing off, waiting, you know, to be open and everything. Cause we have water. You can't make food without water and just health code stuff. Yeah. I was teaching them how to pitch quarters and things like that and just goofing off. And then like the guy from the landlord called and said, Hey, it's going to be an all day thing. We're not going to be able to open up. Hopefully you can get open on Sunday. So I'm like, All right, great. We leave, lock up and leave. Well, that Sunday, they call in the morning. Hey, we're gonna have to work all day too. It's a huge Ugh. job. We get busted up concrete and all this and everything. And I'm like, great, okay, fine. So no everybody goes Sunday. Finally, like Sunday evening, they call like you're ready to go Monday. So I go down, start doing a little bit of prep work, get ready, mm-hmm. throwing away stuff that is spoiled and all that. You know, it's been sitting for a couple of days you didn't use. And I leave, lock it up and leave. I come back in that Monday morning. There is water all over the front dining room and there's a sink running Mm -hmm. and i'm like man did i like cut that sink on and then they cut the water on and it ran and Mm -hmm. you know so i blame myself immediately start cleaning everything up i would have blamed the city (laughs) yeah gonna have to open up and everything well about nine o'clock the plumber knocks on the door and he comes in he's like hey just double check and make sure everything's working right i was like yeah man my uh, sink was running and it overflowed and had water all over the place. And he was like, uh, man, that's weird. I came in here and checked every sink before I left and it was close. And he's like, all of them were off. And Brandon, who was like the landlord's little lackey guy or whatever, <laughs> was like, yeah, I was with him, you know. And I was like, well, it was definitely on because I mopped up like 800 buckets of water and shop backed up a bunch of water, too, and everything. And, you know, that was really kind of a bummer, guys. And they're like, well, I promise it was off. Well, Brandon goes on to the next unit, and the plumber guy's like, let me ask you a question, man. I don't want you to think I'm too weird about this. And I'm like, okay, what's up? He's like, you ever have, like, any ghost or anything in here? (laughs) And I'm like... Yeah, why do you ask? I was like, I hear people. I told him, like, yeah, I hear people walking upstairs yeah. and I'm downstairs. He's like, well, when we were in here working yesterday, we heard kids running around, like, over from inside your place. And he was like, I thought it was you and your kids. I'm like, no, we didn't come up here. And he's huh. like, 100% me and every other plumber that was working heard kids over here playing around. He's like, I promise you, Scout's Honor. Yeah, you know, he didn't say Scout's Honor, but. <laughs> well, he was clearly lying. Right. If yeah, he didn't right. Say Scout's Honor. And, uh, and he was like, I wonder, he's like, do you think one of them could have cut the sink on? I was like, 
I don't know, dude, but it's very weird that the sink was on this morning. He's like, I think you got a ghost problem. And I was like, well, that's, I guess that's what it is, but uh, it's about time to turn the open signs on. So I got to get back to work. <laughs> so there's a holy, another person who heard something over in my unit. And then that water came on. So yeah, there was a ghost there. So huh. that's just the way it is. And anyone I can, I can call people right now on my phone that would corroborate that. Well, John, I hate to tell you, but it was me. Okay. All right. <laughs> I turned on your water. Yes. But I mean, all of that is 100% true happened. Wow. The weirdest of all to me was the time I thought I saw Thomas and I went and hit because I was that positive. <laughs> yeah. You know, I could explain everything else away over all the years that happened, all the weird yeah, stuff. Yeah, I would say you can definitely explain it all away, but it's just the preponderance of it. The yeah, fact right. that it keeps on happening, yeah. it makes you. And I don't even know how ghosts fit into like my like whole worldview, <laughs> yes. you know, that I feel like, you know, if if we're absent of the body, we're in the presence of, Christ, presence of Christ or whatever, you know. I don't know how all that works. Yeah. But all you know is that somebody really ran up your water bill that time and yeah. cost yeah. you a lot of work. Well, it didn't matter. We had a flat rate for water, which was oh, way more than what it should be, by the way. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, it's flat rate because there's only one water meter for all those units down oh, there. Oh, okay. So I, I had to pay $150 a month for water. Golly. It was exactly what my parents had to pay to fill up their, like, 30,000-gallon in-ground pool, you yeah. know, and there's no way I'm using 30,000 gallons in a month. But whatever. And it's illegal to resell a utility at an increased rate, but... I didn't want to get into all that. I don't want to. Did you think about like running a hose all the way from your family shop to your house? <laughs> I don't know, man. And, like, using it Just, there too. Well, I tell you a weird thing. I don't want to get anybody in trouble. There was a guy who used to have a business down in that shop. Yeah, and uh, he like closed and and did like a mobile car washing business. And there were several mornings when I would like take something out to the dumpster that he'd be out back filling up like this big, huge water tank out of the back <laughs> spigot. I didn't say anything at all. I was like, good man, jack that thing up. Cause I'd like my 150 wasn't changing until my lease was going to be up. So I was yeah. like, yeah, man, run as much as you want to leave it on. I don't even care. You know? Yeah. yeah so yeah, he, he found him some free water and was taking advantage of it, making a little more profit. So good for him. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so anyways, there's a ghost in Timerson Square. If Man. anybody needs, ever needs to know it. Did you ever talk to any of the other uh, bar owners or restaurant owners around the I area? That's a little too crazy to talk about that. I was going to talk to the, the Mexican restaurant. <laughs> I don't. I can't tell this story. <laughs> you can edit this out if you want to. And there was a Mexican restaurant beside me for a while. They, this is before they switched to the new owners yeah. that, that have it. I guess still have it now, but had it there when I was left. And one night, I heard a bunch of like hooting and hollering in their basement because we were the only two units with a basement. Well, and there was like a drywall wall for one section in between it that had some holes in it where like plumbing pipes went through. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what they got going on down there? So I like looked through the little hole. They're like, Never talked with anybody else about it. Huh. Never. Well, anyway, I guess we'll go on into our uh, community, news. community news. Yeah. You want to read just, our ad? <laughs> wow. I, I mean, honestly, straight up, all of that happened. And wow. I don't I don't know how what I believe about any of it other than I know it Who, happened. Uh, is there anything in that, in that space now? No. There's not, nothing in there. Well, I think something's coming to it. Okay. Well, I, I just saw an announcement that some restaurant was coming to You Timberson said you Square. were like friends with the Copper Top owner, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say friends, but he was my closest thing to a friend down there. Yeah. All of that, crazy wild, and I don't know what I think about it, but <laughs> it happened. We want to thank our sponsor, the world-famous Cajun Curl, the Bayou Blended Spice, for all of their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com. You can order the spice and their Cajun Curl chip cutter for potatoes right there on the website. You know where it was created? 
The extremely lucky Elm Bayou. That's right. You in can the kiss event. it. It's Irish. <laughs> and well, we know the huge Irish presence down <laughs> in Louisiana. Maybe not <laughs> in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana. It's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, and anything else you can think of putting it on. The spiral potato cutter is absolutely amazing. It's easy to use, it's easy to clean, and it'll allow you to make your own chips using the Cajun Curl Spice. If you want to make your next event special, whip up a batch of homemade potato chips. Nobody else is making homemade potato chips, and it's super easy. And put the Cajun Curl Spice on them, serve them up, Everybody will be like, wow, I'm at the best party ever. Like, yep. This is like almost as good as a Russian party barge. So <laughs> definitely need to do that. So on CajunCurl.com, you can order the Bayou Blended Spice and the Chip Cutter, but you can also find recipes that are absolutely amazing. You can locate your nearest retailer on there, or you can order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, Ask them to start stocking it today. Um, here locally in the Tuscaloosa Northport Metroplex, it's available at Piggly Wiggly in Northport, South's Finest Meats, and Vowels on Skyland Boulevard. All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel extremely patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, it's low salt, it has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World Famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. www.cajuncurl.com. Check them out and use our promo code EOP10. That's the number 10, and get a 10% discount. Because we ask you to use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. Absolutely. All right. We're, we're gonna, <laughs> we are going to have a very short community news. We don't have any uh, new reviews, but I tell you what is happening. Very slowly. Yeah. We are starting to get some pictures to trickle in you know what's weird? Earth Oddity hashtag. You know what's weird about that? What's weird about I put that? up that one with Hudson, and I hashtagged it Earth Oddity, and it doesn't show up in the thing. It does if you click recent posts. Okay. For some right. reason, it I, I've noticed that, too. Yeah. If you go hit recent post, he's there. Okay. But, so maybe there's something about, I don't know, kids holding PB&J sandwiches. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't I don't know what's up with that. So. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, listen, everybody, this is going to the end of the month. If you would like to participate, get a free pair of uh, cheap 50 cent Chinese disguise glasses yeah. sent to your house. Take a picture, tag it Earth Oddity on Instagram. Then turn around, hand those glasses to someone you know. Yeah. Have them do it too. Yeah. Just for fun. Because it's a challenge. That's right. We challenge you. We challenge. I don't think you guys get out of it in you. I don't <laughs> think y'all can do it. And I tell you what, we're going to. Do this to the end of the month, yeah. but you know what? I'm feeling generous. Yeah. How about we get to pick the most entertaining or interesting Ooh. photo Ooh. and give them a prize? Okay, an actual good prize. Yeah, right. Like a <laughs> yeah, a good prize, like a gift card or something. Or something. Yeah. yeah, we'll figure something out. Yeah, right. I got some old shoes that I'll <laughs> I will mail you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Got a ton of old shoes actually right now. So yeah. So um, listen, everybody, uh, if you want a pair of glasses, all we ask that you do is uh, give us a review and send us your address. We'll right. send them out, and you just take a picture right. wearing them or your kids wearing them, yeah. girlfriends wearing them. And we are absolutely not selling your information to other advertisers, no. just in case anybody's worried about that. And Tiny and I are not going to show up at your house uninvited unless, you know, that's something you're into. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, then we would have to be invited. True. Yeah. So. But if you're like, hey, just surprise me, you know, or yeah. something. And then we're probably not even going to do that then. So because it's hard to get me to move off of the couch <laughs> outside of work. So, yeah. But in Sadie, in a yeah. in a, in just a stroke of genius I had last week, we're going to Amazon you a pair. That's how we're going to. That's perfect. That's how we are going to bridge the pond. Yeah, and, perfect. And bring you into the community. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. Yeah, she, I'm a genius. She, Sadie's like the leader <laughs> of our uh, British fan club. So. She might she might be like she's on her own, right? <laughs> president and sole member. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, I mean, just out of curiosity, maybe she'll write in and tell us, like, if she's ever, like, said, hey, 
hey, you know, Jim, cheerio, whatever. <laughs> I don't know what they say. <laughs> top you know, of the morning. <laughs> top of the morning to you. Yeah, fish and chips, something. I don't know. <laughs> Listen to this podcast, and they've like came back to me like, who are these idiots? <laughs> you know, like I would like to get some surprise reactions from people who just unaware. Yeah, you know, she's talked into listening to this. I think that would be kind of funny. <laughs> just like a whole video montage of people going. uh, Oh, who did it? Oh, Cake. Like, you remember the band Cake? Oh, of course I do. I love Cake. Cheap go to heaven, goats yeah. go to hell. You know, they had that video uh, back when people used to make music videos. I don't know if people make music videos or not. My my yeah. music has stopped. Uh, discovering new music has stopped. I think they do, but they're all on YouTube now. Okay. But they had a video where they were just playing their song on, like, a iPod or whatever, a Disman. It's mm-hmm. probably before. And, like, we put headphones on people and, like, film their reaction to it. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. We should, we should get people to do that <laughs> for our podcast. They were like, who are these rednecks? And how do they find out how to get on the internet? So, yeah, that would be funny. Yeah. But, yeah, so just to remind everybody, if you enjoyed this episode or you enjoyed any of our episodes, and even if you hated this one and you enjoyed a previous one, tell a friend about it. Um, ask them to listen. Ask them to download and subscribe. Um, that way you can make fun of us together. Y'all can discuss whether my restaurant actually had ghosts in it that <laughs> caused people not to eat there and I had to go out of business. So, If you've had a ghost story, oh yeah, if something, if per, some kind of paranormal experience. Absolutely, yes. I would Sasquatch, love to compare notes with Abducted you. by aliens, whatever. Yeah. Hit us up, earthoddity at planetbell.net because we want to hear about it. <laughs> you remember, uh, this is, I, you could cut this out, but you were when we started the Facebook group and that lady with oh, those yeah. pictures up in there was like, and it was just like, Camera lens player. Her name was Lisa. Something like that. She's from Talladega. Is she still in the group? I don't know. We, we should to, look her up. We need up. to go through the members <laughs> right. and find her. We just need to see what she's up to. Maybe she's listening. Maybe she's abducted by aliens. She absolutely could she have been. She may be in Zeta Reticuli yeah. by now. I don't think she realized we were a podcast. I don't though. think she did either. Yeah. I bet you there's a lot of people who have stumbled upon us who are like, <laughs> oh, this is not what I thought it would be. Yeah. <laughs> Which is cool to me. Well, hey, we don't care how you got here. Yeah. We're just thankful you're here. Absolutely. Absolutely. We love it. And I guess uh, final thoughts. Actually, this is final thoughts. This is just news. But last thing I'm going to mention, do you like the 80s movie, movie The Goonies? Oh, yeah. Do you like to hear geeks talk about the movie The Goonies? Mm, not so much. Well, <laughs> I was recently on the Retro Rewind podcast again to discuss the movie Goonies, and that should be coming up uh, here. So if you just haven't got enough tiny in your life and you got to get just a little bit more, yeah. you can check me out over there. Find it a little odd they didn't uh, invite me back, but whatever. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Well, I guess you're just not geeky enough. <laughs> I think possibly the fact that I use the phrase that uh, the guy like Cuck Quasimodo <laughs> is probably not the best turn of phrase to use on their podcast. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's probably on me that I'm not invited <laughs> back. So, yeah. You have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us no matter where you get us, whether it's Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Podcast Republic, CastBox, Spotify, iHeartRadio. We're on them all. Everywhere. If you would like to email the show and tell us your paranormal experiences. Absolutely. Hey, we don't judge. No, no, I won't. I was about to say, you just John, heard me tell John, you all about it. has his own. Yeah. You can send those to earthoddity at planetmail.net. All right. Uh, do you like pictures? Yep. Sometimes we post pictures. Pictures. At least once a week. And you can look sometimes. At the, yeah, you can look at those pictures <laughs> yeah. at underscore Earth Oddity. That's right. You can tweet at us at underscore Earth Oddity. Yep. And we also have a phone number. That is 662-493-2059. Let us know your weird stories that happen Absolutely. to you. Yeah, so call in. Tell us about the time you got abducted by aliens or saw a ghost or whatever. We especially want to hear the stories that involve probing. <laughs> That's Tiny's thing. I'm not so much into that. You know. We hope everybody out there has a great week. Earth Oddity for the Friends Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.